things that don't have resistance don't need to be worked on. That's why you manifest them fast. Things that do have resistance need to be worked on. And if you half-ass the work on that, you'll get half-ass results. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Welcome to the Roxy Talks Manifestation Podcast, your raw, unfiltered, and unapologetic source for all things manifestation related. I'm Roxy Lee, and for the last decade, I have been researching and developing my signature 360 method, which combines behavioral science, quantum physics, and the law of attraction to help you manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Visit RoxyTalks.com for more info. Now, let's get into it. Affirmation ideas for popularity, growing a network. I'm getting out of my shell. So... My network is growing. I know that seems obvious, but that's, you know, one right there. My network is growing. I have so many blanks in my network. I have so many people signing up. I get so many signups a day. I um, love seeing my new people come through. I'm making so many, so many things a blank. (laughs) Remember when we were talking about blankety blanks last week? Basically that, like it's literally whatever, fill in the blankety blanks. Like I'm getting blankety blank, blank signups a day. I'm reaching out to so many more people. I'm so popular in the blank field. Um, I'm the most popular in my niche. I'm at the top of my niche. I'm at the top of my um, genre. I'm meeting so many people in my industry. I keep making these great connections. I love having so many industry friends. Um, I have great industry connections. I have amazing um, relationships with people that are in my industry. I'm so glad I have so many friends that are in the industry that I am that really get what I'm doing and support me. I have really supportive people in my um, circle. People in my circle share me. We're networking together. We're sharing each other, each other's audiences. I'm getting great collabs. Like I'm collabing with the, the best people. I'm collabing with the artists I admire. The people that I admire admire me back. Those are good. I like those. Thanks for those. Yeah, those were fun. This question from Juliana I'm going to answer says, when you say shift the narrative, does that basically mean to fake it till you make it? I can do that. How do I remain patient through, though, through all of that? Yeah. So shift the narrative. Essentially, yeah. Fake it till you make it. Change the story about what you're saying. Like change. Shifting the narrative means like if I was like, okay, let's say that. Um, okay, let me. I'll give you a real world example. One time, my husband and I were walking on the beach. We we live by the beach, so we take walks on the beach all the time. And there were two girls coming at us that were in like like string bikinis. They looked fantastic, incredible bodies. And I see them coming towards us. And I had the opportunity right in that moment to either feel shitty about myself, worry about my body, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I, but obviously because I'm trained at this, my immediate thought was I launched into, I might've told you guys this already, but I launched into immediately, they're jealous of my body. I don't know why. It was just like what my brain gave me. It's what my brain offered up and it was enough. And so, so as they're coming this way, from the moment I saw them and the whole time they were walking towards us and as they passed us, they're jealous of my body. They're jealous of my body. They're actually jealous of my body style. They actually like my body style. They're envious of my body style. They're jealous of my curves. They're jealous of my body over and over and over and over and over and over again because the untrained Roxy probably would have talked about 
what I didn't have in comparison to what they did or whatever, right? That was me shifting the narrative. And so that moment, what that did was I didn't spiral. I didn't put myself down. I didn't manifest myself longer in a body I didn't want to be at. And I didn't have to like come back up out of the fog of like shitting on myself. You know what I mean? I I just kept going on about my day and whatever those girls were thinking, I don't fucking know. All I know is they were jealous of my body, right? Like that's all that matters. And didn't hurt them any, didn't hurt me any, didn't hurt anybody. And um, I controlled the narrative in that moment. You asked, how can you be patient through it all? The answer is um, shit that brings me joy. Do make a shit that brings me joy list and do those at least once a day. And then when you're starting to feel impatient, go to your joy. Your joy is where you are in bliss, obviously. Um, I like to call it like it's like a free space in bingo. It just, it's like a place that you can go to where you're naturally not in resistance. You're not resisting any of your manifestations. And you can, if you go into your bliss, the more often you're in bliss or in joy or just like, like, you know, those things like the crafts you like to do, stuff that you could get lost in for hours, you're not resisting your manifestations. And that's the only thing keeping them away from you. So the more you set yourself or put yourself into joy, the more you release resistance in your day. So, um, and you just naturally manifest what you want because you're not pushing it away because the stuff's wanting to come to you. You're a magnet, you're, you're drawing it, it, drawing it in constantly through the magnetic field of your body, but with your thoughts, you're pushing things away. So if you can get your thoughts out of the way, the magnet can do its job. This guy who's so accomplished, I don't know if I can get him. Well, there's your problem right there. <laughs> but I know he's my husband, how to speed up my manifestation. Uh, know that you can get him. Switch this. Stop saying you don't know. Switch that to you know and start practicing knowing instead of you're practicing don't know if you can get him. You need to practice knowing that you can get him. And you need to also remove him from the pedestal, right? Because he's so accomplished. So what? And that means what you, so you don't deserve him. You don't deserve an accomplished partner. Like that's what you're really saying. So if you deserve an accomplished partner, then like, and he's accomplished and that's who I pick. Guess what? Guess who I pick? I pick the accomplished one. You see what my husband's going to have? Have you seen his resume? Like instead of this like, oh God, he's so accomplished, little old me over here. That's going to keep you underneath him always. So quit acting like it's an issue. Equalize yourself with this person. And um, again, practice knowing and not, you said, I don't know if I can get him. So yeah. So start practicing knowing that you can get him. Manifesting an SP, but he's leaving the country soon. Okay. Um, no, he's not. <laughs> okay. You have several options and I would say do all of them. Um, because deciding like a reality where you just manifested something and now they're leaving is, is, it sounds like you're programming for one, having good things being taken away from us or good things, um, going away. That's a normal thing for people to manifest. Um, or to experience, I should say. So we have to make sure that we are, when we manifest something good in our lives, we are not allowing the thoughts about what is it going to go away? What if I lose it? What if this? What if they don't that? How come they just, uh, all of the thoughts that, that, that describe you not having it anymore need to be eliminated essentially, but as much, you know, reduced as much as possible. Um, and then, so that's one. The next thing you're going to want to do is like, 
visualize them staying, I'm guessing, or like, I don't know if, if, if you want to stay or you want to go with them, whatever one, whatever one you would like, or you can visualize both. Literally when I say do all of them, it's like, I would want you to kind of like think of all the best options that would be possible. And then kind of like, then you can dole, here you go universe, here's some options for you. And you're like, yeah, it'd be cool. Like they're going to, we're going to blah, blah, blah country. And I can't wait. It's going to be such an exciting experience, blah, blah, blah. Or they're staying with me. We have such an intense connection. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what our future holds, blah, blah, blah. So kind of either pick a reality that you want or pick a few that would be cool that you wouldn't mind and toy and like kind of juggle them around and toy with them so that you, at least you're not going back and forth about the problem. You're going back and forth about which good opportunity you would like, good um, outcome you would like. And then um, the next thing I would be saying, the next thing would be to now, what you really want to do is start creating, like you want to, how do I say this? You need to evolve your story about your relationship up ahead a few months, like, or, or years or something, right? Like now that you have the SP, you guys have this insane connection. You can't get enough of each other. You love being around each other. Um, we can, we, we feel so longing for each other when we're not together or they feel that way about me. I'm fine when they're not with me, but I know they long for me. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, really talk about how great of a bond you have. They're not going anywhere without you. They couldn't leave you for anything and they want to be around you all the time. They're um, molding their lives to fit you into it. Everything is working out so you guys can be together. Those kind of ideas and affirmations. And then no matter what happens, whether they stay or go, you still talk about how much they can't stand not being with you. They're, they do everything in their power to be with you as much as possible. They see you as often as they can. They talk to you as often as possible. They need you in their life. I don't know, whatever. I'm just making things up. But like, no matter whether they leave or not, don't stop with the affirmations because someone could come right back. Even if they do leave, like that could be just like a test, if you will. Um, by the way, I'm going to be talking about tests um, more in depth in my first monthly group program. I know we've been talking about it. Um, and I just, this, this is a completely, I'm sorry to segue in the middle of your answer because I literally was just like, I need to say this real fast um, to segue in the middle of your answer, but I'm going to be talking more about tests in our very first group program. It's not necessarily our first group program, but it's the first group program of the new structure that I'm doing. We're going to be talking about taking massive action and inspired action and why taking action is so powerful. We're going to be getting ourselves to that space so that we can take action and we can create huge shifts in our 3D reality and basically make leaps and bounds in our manifestation. So I will be discussing tests and going more in depth and diving deep into what tests are, what they mean, why they happen and how you can um, essentially pass them. Right. So the reason I, sorry, I said that cause I was talking to you about tests. Um, so essentially like if they left, that could be what you might consider to be a test. So you want to pass the test. Okay. Even if they did leave the country, that doesn't mean anything about your manifestation. doesn't mean anything about your um, relationship. People in relationship leave, leave the country all the time and they come back and everything's fine. So we don't want to act like them leaving the country is the end of everything because it's not, it's just, this is just the beginning. So we're switching the way we think about it. You're switching your perspective and, um, don't let anything that happens make you switch that. Okay. You helped me get my SP to come back when I had coaching with you two years ago. He didn't stay, but I'm, but I'm glad because polygamy is not for me. I don't like to share. So let me tell you some shit right now because you are the third. I'm not going to give no, nothing, no ways of nobodies, but I want to tell you, you are the 
third person in less than a week that I have talked to that is dealing with or that has mentioned polygamy, uh, polyamory, or I learned a new term. It's called E-N-M, something non-monogamy. But it's a fucking topic right now. And like I always tell you guys that I always know what's going on with you because everybody will be talking about the same shit at the same time. And I don't know what is going on with this this polyamory thing um, is going – it's – people are coming to me lately a lot for it. So it's very interesting for the – yeah, it's just been a few days and I keep seeing that. So obviously my RAS is going to be picking that up more um, and I'm manifesting it. But – oh, I, it's, I think it's ethically non-monogamous. I think that's what it is, ethically non-monogamous. I think that's what the E stands for. Yeah, there it is, ethical non-monogamous. Yeah, yeah. I'd never heard of it before. Um, and Last week, I had two clients that were dealing with polyamory and ethical non-monogamy, and then now you can come over here talking about polygamy. So it's just very interesting right now that that kind of energy is uh, – <laughs> Dina says, no thanks. So um, we can just – and it was really funny too because before I talked to the person that told me about the E&M, I talked to somebody before, and I made up an acronym. I was like, we'll just call it FLM, which is – I was like, fidelity, longevity, monogamy. I was like, those are the things that you want because they were coming for cheating or whatever. And I was like, let's just – FLM, fidelity, longevity, monogamy, fidelity, longevity, monogamy, FLM, FLM. And then like the next person I talked to was like, yeah, ENM. And I'm like, oh, my God. I just came up with like the opposite acronym for this in my last session. It was fucking bizarre. So FLM, not FML. FLM, fidelity, longevity, monogamy. If you're working on third parties or anything that's the opposite of fidelity, longevity, monogamy, you can use that um, FLM, FLM chant, fidelity, longevity, monogamy, fidelity, longevity, monogamy. I love relationships because they offer me fidelity, longevity, monogamy. Of course, I'd love to get in a relationship with somebody because it's a chance to experience fidelity, longevity, monogamy. It always turns back to that. Okay. He said polygamy is, is all an excuse to his cowardice. And I'm not in that mindset. I'm not desperate. I know my worth. Uh, Regina, it's interesting because somebody asked earlier, what about the manifestations that don't come through? And, you know, we think about like, you know how there's some like rhetoric about like, if you know, if it doesn't work out, it's not meant for you. Where is the line? And this is a question I don't know the answer to between like protecting you from stuff that will harm you versus like, all right, bitch, I'm gonna let you get this manifestation. And you're going to find out exactly why you don't need this man or why this isn't, isn't good for you, but, or whatever, right? Like you needed to learn that lesson or whatever, obviously it was a lesson on your, on your path. And you wouldn't have learned that lesson if you hadn't been successful in your manifestation of getting this person that was not the right person for you. A homework right now is to use our lovely 360 family member, Anna's affirmation, I'm seeing movement. I'm seeing movement. I want everyone to manifest seeing movement. Um, whether you see it or not, I don't care. You're seeing movement, period. That is your affirmation. This is your whole awareness this week. I'm seeing movement. I'm seeing movement. I'm seeing movement. When you see an inch, it's a fucking mile. When you see a backwards inch, it's a forward inch. When you see a mile, it's a fucking lot of miles. So we're going to manifest movement. So I'm seeing movement. Everybody affirm it in the chat. I am seeing movement. I'm seeing so much movement. Dina says I'm seeing positive movement. Yes. So that's going to be our homework for this week is, and not even like, 
I don't even want you to focus on manifesting movement. I just want you to be in the energy of saying you are, like affirming that you're seeing movement. The, the homework is not, yeah, let's, let's get this clear. The homework is not to manifest the movement. Like I don't want anyone to feel like they failed if they actually ultimately don't see, they don't see movement in their 3D. But the whole point of it is whether you see it or not, there is movement going on behind the scenes. So don't cancel it out and manifest your way out of it by saying you're not seeing it, right? So I'm seeing movement. I'm seeing so much movement. Happy Thought says, what does that mean to see movement? Basically, it means like people tell me I'm not seeing movement in my manifestations. What they mean by that is that they're trying to do the work. They're doing the work or whatever. They're working on their manifestations, but nothing's changing. They're not seeing movement. Like things aren't moving along. So now we're saying, oh, I'm seeing movement. So if that doesn't resonate with you, then you can say things are happening fast or my manifestation's happening really fast or I am seeing change or it is happening now. But basically, I'm seeing so much movement. It's moving so fast. Georgina says, it's basically another way of saying everything is working out best case scenario. Yes, ma'am. I love you all. I appreciate you. Your homework this week is to affirm that you're seeing movement. We're all raising our vibrations together. You have the power. I believe in you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>